Shall we begin? All right, everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. Today, my guest is a person who has seen things that some, a lot of people shouldn't see. Uh, she is from Ukraine. She made her way from Ukraine to Italy, I believe, correct? And then the USA? In Romania and uh, from Romania in USA. At Romania. So her name is Alexa. She has her own story to tell, and we are here to tell that story. So, Alexa, please introduce yourself to my audience. Hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, my name is Alexa, and as you told, uh, as you heard, that I moved from Ukraine, and I was part of all these things that happened there when war started, and um, I will share my story. So tell us, 2014, this is when, you know, things started happening, you know, Russia invaded, taking territory from Ukraine. Where were you at that time? Yeah, at that time, uh, I was a volunteer because it was like a huge shock for all country. And we started to support and I like volunteering for a lot of years before. So that's why for me, it was normal. I know a lot of people and we uh, moved to... Um, uh, Donetsk region, it's Eastern Ukraine to help people because they was like blocked and um, they haven't even food. So we took a bread and give to the people in gray zone. Gray zone, it's a zone where is fighting happened and uh, shops, not, nothing is work. So it's like, um, silent place <laughs> nothing happened there and um we like try to help people and we had the bread and give bread to people and have some other humanitarian help but the most um like uh, impressive yeah things that happened there it was when two men and they was not young men they started fighting for bread so this was like absolutely, wow, I never saw something like this before. Um, because in Ukraine, we have like rich villages. I mean, rich that we have everything like food, plants, and we have very good earth so you can have any plants. So I never saw hungry people in my country. It's almost impossible because people know how to have deal with the food. That's why I was shocked. I saw something in African, you know, countries were somewhere like very poor countries and I never saw like this. And I saw a lot of uh, like destroyed houses and saw kids that saw how their parents died. And like a lot of stories I saw and saw all these villages and what towns and what happened there. So it was absolutely awful. So no one should experience what you experience. Uh, it's when you experience war, when you see things that you're not used to seeing, it can leave a, a lasting effect on you. At what point when you decided that you decided that you needed to leave out of there for your own safety uh, because of what was going on? Uh, 
because in uh, uh, 2022, in February, war started real, like war all around Ukraine started and I woke up 24th of February because I heard how uh, like military plane flying. So, you know, like very fast. So I woke up because of the sound at four o'clock in the morning and they started to bombing Kiev. In Kiev lived 3 million people and they just started bombing this town. They started to bombing all towns where is more than a million people. We have six of them in our country. And uh, I realized that it like full invasion happened. That's why when I heard this, I just decided to move. So I took one bag, one bag with documents because in Ukraine, I had my own business and I had charity organization. So I just took one bag with all documents and one bag with clothes and that's all. That's... And I didn't know if I will back or not ever. Yeah, that's gotta be devastating to leave your home where you had your business, where you have your friends and family. So what was that journey like? How did you get out of the country? Were you able to, uh, did you have to go into another country? Did you, where did you have to go first to be able to get out of Ukraine? Uh, yeah, because a lot of people talk about that war can happen. Like for us, it was something impossible because we couldn't imagine that someone will start bombing a European town with 3 million people. That's why we just like wasn't very serious about that, but we still had a plan. So I talked with my friends that if we started her uncle, uh, he will pick uh, us up and we will go um, in the town closer to Poland uh, board. So when war started, we tried to, he couldn't pick us up because all people start to move. So we spent almost five hours to meet him. Ways that you can go for the minutes, um, because and it was really miracles that we jump in underground in Kiev. And when we came at the point when he need to meet us, they closed underground. So it was like we just exactly came in the time. So we waited for them and uh, to come in this town, we need to spend like six hours. It's enough to driving, but we drive almost 12 hours, not even 12 hours. It was almost 20 hours because roads was full. We couldn't move fast and nobody knows. It was really like crazy because we didn't know if they will start bombing cars or not. Like, it's crazy. Like, you don't know what I expect. So after we wait three days at her place uh, with her parents, um, we waited for the bus to Italy. And we moved to Italy and I, and it was away almost 48 hours. Um, because it was hard on the border, we just maybe more than 10 hours, we just wait. This was a lot, a lot of cars, all, all people want to move from country, nobody know what happened. And I decided to move to Italy because we thought that it can be atomic bombing because they blocked all our ethnic station and started some fightings in near these places. That's why like, 
in my heart, I just wanted to move somewhere far away because if all my family die, I decided that I need to have healthy kids. I don't know why my brain worked like this. That's why I chose Italy because it's far away from country. Yeah, um, I, I understand. I friends, like in Poland, in other countries. So I can't, can come somewhere closer or even stay in Ukraine in more safety place. But I saw that it can happen. That's why you just run because you don't know what to expect. So in Italy, how long did you stay in Italy before you transitioned to Romania? One month. Oh, wow. That fast. That fast because um, in two, like when we moved here, we lived in like uh, one Catholic seminary. They gave their auditories like for living. So it was like eight people in one room, random people who run. It was in Bergamo. And uh, in two weeks, they gave to me and for two my friends apartment in small village far away from town. And in one week, I realized that it's impossible. They don't know in Italy, they don't know English language. So you need to know Italian language. You can't even communicate with people. So I realized that I can't stay. And because I had a business project with one American family and they moved to Romania because of the war, they couldn't back in Ukraine. So they moved in Romania and they called me and asked if I want to work in charity organization with them and help to Ukraine. So of course I decided to fly there because it's uh, Cluj-Napoca, it's like pretty town three hours from Ukraine border so we can help to a lot of people. So I decided to move and work in charity and just help people because I didn't know what to do. Well, being a refugee is, is nothing to, you know, to sneeze at. It's, it's difficult when you get, you have to leave your hometown, but the fact that you went to Romania, which was close to the border and you were able to help your people through the charity, it's a great thing. You were doing a great service to your people helping. So at what point did you leave Romania to come to the States? Uh, because I'm not native speaker and my brain couldn't learn new language. I don't know why. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I even started to learn. I had the courses. I saw that maybe I will stay there. And I, because I'm like entrepreneur, so I thought that what kind of business I can start. I started to search. I organized Ukraine business club there and, um, connect some people we start to help to each other to develop our own projects and I thought that I will say but I couldn't build even friendship in this country with people and it was hard like when you are not native speaker and you are with not native speaker because all of them know English language but it's not their own language as me so that's why I decided that I can't build not successful charity organization, not successful um, business project, nothing. Because I can't build, I can't find even community to do something together. And uh, that's why I decided that I need to move in English speaking country uh, where it will be easier to build uh, any relationships and uh, easier to find your community and it will be easier to work. And I know English language because um, 
my business partner, he was from USA and I worked with uh, US for some time. That's why for me, it was the best solution. And in USA, it was easier for me to move because uh, I haven't someone in Australia and in London, like in Great Britain, it's really hard. And also, and all stories that I have from Great Britain, like it was very hard for Ukrainians. Because I can tell that um, Europe, they don't like refugees. It's very hard. Like only if you have very good connections or you have like great business idea or you have partners or you have family there, you can move and it will be better. But if you came just like a refugee, it's really hard. It's like almost impossible. Of course, everything is possible for some people, but it was really hard. That's why I moved to USA and I have a lot of people in USA that I know like in different states and towns. So is there a strong Ukrainian presence where you're at now? Do you have uh, connections with, with uh, people from your homeland that you can, uh, you know, commune with, talk with? have strong connections with? Yes. You know that in USA, it's more than 200,000 Ukrainians now. Wow. Because of the war. And that's why in my town, we have 1,000 Ukrainians and we are very active here. So we have meetings all the time. We have our own Ukraine bands. We have our own like uh, meetings, uh, festivals. We are part of society. All of us work. Some people have businesses. So we are very active. And I can tell that uh, it's nine, as I know, like last time when I heard it was 9 million refugees from Ukraine all around the world. 9 million. It's more than some European countries. Like well, it's a Hopefully at some point when things, you know, at some point try to go back to normal, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, folks are, who have been displaced might be able to go back home again. Um, I know it can be difficult once you get adjusted to life outside, like in the U.S., a lot of people get adjusted and don't want to go back. But at some point, I know some people will want to go back because they'll miss home. But for you, what are you doing now? What? How are you spreading awareness of what you've been through in the journey that you're going through now? Um, now I work in a publishing company, so I help people to write book, publish them, sell them. I'm good in marketing and I have my own ideas. I'm jumpstart coach and I help people to start anything in their life, especially after my experience. Mm -hmm. And thanks God, I know I had a lot of courses of psychology, coaching, everything in Ukraine. So it's really helped me. And now I can help to a lot of people go through hard transitions, especially when you want to start something and just think, oh, next month, next year, and you never start. So I help people to go through that and start uh, some things that they really want to do and help them to go through these first steps. This is like my calling in life, I feel so. And um, you found your purpose that I mean, that's that's the best way. That is the best way to say it is you found your purpose in life. You found your purpose to help people. You're using that experience that you went through in the Ukraine and through Romania and Italy. You found your purpose to try to help others. Now, for you, what projects do you have coming up that you want to tell my audience about? 
because I know we talked off air that you were working on a podcast that you were trying to, you have a big Ukrainian following online, but you're trying to shift uh, to an American audience so people can get to know you. So let my audience know what projects you have coming up. Yeah, this is um, groups. Uh, it will be, um, yeah, it will be a group startup coaching. Um, not startup, like I'm jumpstart coach. So I will help to people to do these first steps in groups. So my first project it's, uh, will be these groups where I will uh, connect people and will help them to do these first steps. Mm -hmm. And we have my own book. It was published on Christmas. Congratulations. It, yeah, it was the biggest miracle in my life for this after I was saved in the war. Yeah. Uh, so this book, it's like, exactly from my heart and name of this book home sacred search for belonging it's about home inside of us because we can change any country we can change a lot of things people can come in our lives and go but something fundamental is in our hearts and i wrote it in this book fantastic so where can people find that book at uh on amazon yeah alexa eichburg home uh, sacred search for belonging it's more spiritual literature for christians or people who have hard question to god and mm. like afraid to ask him i mean i think that's beautiful like i said you you found the purpose that you were looking for in life you're trying to help people now um and i think that's a good thing so in the community you still you said you have a strong ukrainian community online so how are you trying to transition? Are you going to keep both communities? Are you still going to keep the Ukrainian community strong and then transition to the American community? Or are you just trying to shift just strictly to an American community now on social media? I want to have both communities, of course. And um, like my dream, like what I work this year on, it's uh, on my book. I want to translate it on 10 languages. And I know three languages. I want to be open in this and share my story. That's, that's beautiful. Uh, listen, I'm glad you were able to to make it here. I'm glad that you're you know you're doing well. You're thriving where you are. There's a lot of people that couldn't get away. There's a lot of people that couldn't couldn't escape Ukraine, and there's a lot, you know a lot of lives were lost. But I'm glad you're not you were you were not one of them. And I'm glad you were able to you know find a place where you belong and you found some peace. And, and I hope one day that you're able to go back home you know, to, to at least visit and, you know, see your friends and your family that were left behind. Um, it's a sad thing. Anytime war happens, you know, more people die because of things that they think they own. You know, it, it's, it's, to me, it's, it makes you, makes you feel empty a little bit inside. You know, when you, you see the things that you see in the images that you see online of these buildings being blown to bits and these people struggling at the border, trying to get out, and these blockades blocking everybody from, you know, supply chains, that stuff that the Ukrainian people need. But for you, I know your journey is just beginning. You're just, you know, getting started in your life here. And hopefully you can continue to build on that and continue to build on on your charities that you're doing to help your your people as well. So where can people find you if somebody wants to talk to you or, you know, somebody wants to be inspired by you? Where can they reach you at? Yeah, thank you so much for your word. Or it's it really um i i feel this support from people around it 
really helpful. And yes, I'm in all social media, maybe even easier in Instagram, Alexa Aishpur, mm-hmm. yeah, and Jumpstart Coach. So it's, yeah, it's the easiest way I can talk and can help. Perfect. So listen, I'm going to leave you what I leave with everybody with. No matter what anybody tells you, if you found your purpose, live it. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Like I said, I am happy that you are healthy and you are thriving. Continue to do so and continue to bring your message to people and let them know you can make it. You can get up and go. You can do the things that you're afraid to do. And I appreciate you coming on the show. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much. No problem.